Take <laughs> Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to this fight by the word global chance of devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Right now, we're going to be praying for Romania. Um, Romania is a southeastern Europe country. Um, it's in the frosted region of Transylvania. Um, and it's one of the, like I said, European nations. Um, basically, one of the old nations or long-standing um, nations in Europe. And 
basically people think that okay romania is uh, probably a christian nation you know or one that has a lot of um, christian roots in it but it's not exactly so romania has a lot of um, islamic um, background and somewhat um, the presence of the um, Catholic just a little bit. We're going to be praying for Romania today. We're going to be declaring says there are many fortified churches and castles like the uh, back in the days where you have um, churches, priests, and you're not sure what what's actually going on there. I'm going to be declaring right now that the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is prevalent in the nation of Romania. Many are coming to the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. They no longer dwell with what they used to have as the, um, the, the churches, the mighty churches where there's no power and there's no gospel. We're going to change all that. That righteousness reigns over the nation of Romania. Hallelujah. We're going to declare that the leaders are full of wisdom. They are no longer used as tools. The, the leaders are no longer deceived, but they are full of the Spirit of God. They are full of the wisdom and excellence of the Spirit. And everyone from their youth, their young ones, their teenagers to the adults, they are accepting Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Salvation rules and reign. Every city, every street corner, every village, every town, every sector of Romania, hallelujah, is taken over by the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the hearts of the people are burning after the Lord. Let us begin to pray even now. Can you unmute yourself? I'm <laughs> 
Praise God. Uh, if you like to round up the prayer for the nation of Romania, can you raise your hand? If you like to round up the prayer for Romania, can you raise your hands, please? I hope I'm being heard. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Um, Brother Martin, please kindly unmute yourself. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the nation of Romania. We thank you for the president. Close. We declare the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that he walks by the dictates of your spirits. We invoke into his spirit this, this soundness of mind. Every step he takes, every word he says, everything he does is orchestrated by the spirit of God. We decree and declare that Romania is Christianized. The word of God grows mightily in Romania and prevails by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We decree Romania is at peace. And yeah, by this peace, the gospel penetrates even in every city, town, village, by the cruise contract. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for every one citizen. Yes, as a deep parent for the brooks, so shall they pound after the word of God. And yes, they will have their fill. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, the gospel grows Mightily and prevails, prevails mightily in every town, every city, every place in Romania. By the power of the Holy Ghost, Lord, we thank you. We declare the name of the Lord Jesus. Romania is at peace. Yes, free from external forces, free from the influences of of those who doesn't want the gospel to be propagated, we decree everyone, everyone in that in, in the ministry in the, in the ministry or in the governments, every governmental functionary that doesn't understand against the propagation of the gospel, they are lightly esteemed, and they are past every kind of part of the world is taken away from them. In the name of the Lord Jesus, good men are raised in the parliaments, in the government to rule, yes, to cause the emphatic penetration of the gospel in Romania to prevail. And yes, it is said that Romania is a Christian nation. It is said that mightily, so mightily 
draws the word of God in Romania and prevails by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for the peace Romania enjoys. Thank you for the prosperity. Thank you, yes, for the growth in their economy. Thank you, Lord, for the growth in the educational system. Lord, we give you praise. We worship you. Thank you, Lord God. You will be all the glory forever in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Debbie, and thank you so much, Mr. Maka. Over to you, ma. Ala kasu tukuwaya lebede bushta kradi gizun tukubedushte ila kranda sata ila kumbu kubaya. Father, we pray and we thank you for all men in Romania. We pray for the president, President Klaus. Lohanis, Makuron, the Tilokron, the city of the Apacadilla Baya. We pray for him and all the prime ministers. Liga Bashatakabaya, using him as a point of contact to all in authority in Romania. We ask, Father, that you will pour out the spirit of salvation about Romania, bringing many to salvation and to the knowledge of the truth. Father, let your kingdom come upon Romania. The name of Jesus is named upon and is glorified in Romania. Yes, they lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty in Romania. We pray for the we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we rebuke and we restrain every force of evil in Romania. Yes, we rebuke you, evil spirits of anarchy, violence, deception, and war. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we cut out Satan and his demons of darkness from the nation of Romania. Yes, we bring in the ministry of angels. The kingdom of God is come upon Romania, and God and the will of God is done. Good triumphs over evil. In Romania, and righteousness reveals forevermore. Lord, you love Romania, and you plan good for them. You filled Romania with your goodness, but evil men have hijacked economies of nations and put them in poverty. Now we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ against such men and women responsible for creating poverty in nations, men and women who have hijacked the financial systems of the nation of Romania and created poverty with their great selfishness and evil works. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we free the financial systems of Romania from these dubious men and women. We free Romania from terrible economic policies orchestrated by these people that have found them and kept them in poverty. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus that this People. These evil people proceed no further. We forsake their evil plans and we diminish their resources. We cut off their influences and power to control Romania for their selfish ends. Yes, we free Romania from fear and we proclaim deliverance for her leaders, hallelujah, and her people. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that Romania is free to enjoy the goodness of the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we repeal, we counsel, and we have every unjust and even law passed in parliament or by decree in Romania, only laws that are to the benefit of the people are inconsistency with the righteousness of God. Only such laws stand in the name of the Lord Jesus. We declare that every draconian law hurriedly and secretly passed during the COVID 19 fiasco to perpetrate 
the plan evil are cut down in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, we pray for those who are sick in the nation of Romania. We receive grace and mercy for them and we declare that the love of God prevails in their behalf and the healing power of God overwhelms them. Hallelujah. They are restored to wholeness and they come to know the love of God and the and his salvation such that they serve God with all their life. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ in the nation of Romania. We pray for ministers of the gospel and the Christians they lead, hallelujah, in the nation of Romania. We declare that they are strong in faith, giving glory to God. They are filled with the knowledge of God's will, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. They are bold, fearless, and courageous. They are in nothing terrified by their adversaries, hallelujah, but they are forceful in advancing the cause of the gospel. And the kingdom, they are filled with the knowledge of God's will. Descending the end times, we pray that those be persecuted, they are delivered from wicked and unreasonable men. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we declare that Romania is known as a Christian nation, as the power of God continually moves in the nation. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the leadership of the nation are no longer. Henceforth, they function in wisdom, hallelujah, and the fullness of the spirit. Yes, Lika, so for it is you, O Lord, that works in every citizen of Romania, both to will and to do of your good pleasure. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, hallelujah. They are active participants of Mila Krondo Koboshataya in the divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. Righteousness. The name of the Lord Jesus Christ is named upon Romania. Every old time religion is cut off from Romania in the name of the Lord Jesus. There's a body desire in the people for the salvation and the righteousness of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is Lord of our Romania. Jesus is King of our Romania. We declare that the that the nation of Romania, Liko Songre de Kikapasadakabaya, is under the right rulership and leadership in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lika Satakabaya, every false leadership, Lika Satakabaya, is caught up in Romania in the name of the Lord Jesus. I shall proceed no further by the power of the Holy Ghost. Leko Sopreki Zomonto Pregentila Kakadila Kakasuta Aye, and Milokron Topele Grida Kasata. Hallelujah. That's where the root in Romania. Yes, the name of Jesus is named upon Romania. Loka Sika Barakeda Katilana. Lore Gestokra Gabashata Kabaya. Ye Parusta Kabashi Kiribana. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. We worship and adore your holy name of God. 
forever and ever. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. I'd like to say very big thank you to the Ashanti for the opportunity to lead the saints of God in this time of intercessory prayers for the nation of Romania. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Martins, for the words that you declared rounding up the prayer for the nation of Romania. Yes, hallelujah. Those words are established upon the nation of Romania. Down forevermore in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right away, we'll be going into um, the session of praise and worship, after which we'll be going into Rhapsody of Reality segment. Over to you, JSN Sister Harris. Thank you so much to have a beautiful time in the presence of God in service today. God bless you all. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Pastor Debbie for that um, powerful session of intercessory prayers for Romania. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Yes, Romania will never remain the same in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you so much also, Pastor, Sister Amaka. Thank you so much for the opportunity to always lead God's people in worship every day. I don't take it lightly. Thank you so much, ma. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Depending on where you're connected from at this time, I want us to just lift up our holy hands towards heaven and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Declare his majesty. Oh, Baliko Santa Boshka. Father, we worship you. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. There is none like you, O God. La grasso teke parakasita kundalamaha. Thank you, King of glory. We worship you. Your reign is everlasting. From everlasting to everlasting, you remain the same, O oh God. We worship you. Hallelujah. <clears throat> you are the one who's given me a song to sing. To show forth your praise, you gave me a voice. Mm -hmm. You are the one who's given me the liberty, the liberty to worship you with the song. Yeah. You are the one who's given me a song to sing. To show forth your praise, you gave me a voice. I'm so grateful, Lord. You are the one who's given me the liberty. The liberty to work. Ship you with the song on ending is your reign, my king. Lord God, you reign forever and you reign supreme. 
unending is your reign, my King. Lord God, you reign forever and you reign supreme. You are great, you are kind, you are good. You are great. You are kind, you are good. Oh, yes, Lord, you are the one who's given us a song to sing. To declare your praise, you gave us a voice. Oh, you are the one who's given then us the liberty, the liberty to worship you with the song. Yeah, you are the one who's given me a song to sing, to show forth your praise, you gave me a voice. Oh, you are the one who's given me the liberty, the liberty to worship you with a song on ending. Is your reign my king? Lord God, you reign forever. And you reign supreme, oh, unending, is your reign my king, Lord God, you reign forever, and you reign supreme, oh, unending, is your reign my king. Lord God, you reign forever and you reign supreme. Oh, an ending is your reign, my King. Lord God, you reign forever and you reign supreme. Lift your voice and declare on ending. Yes, Lord, is your reign our King. Lord God, you reign forever and you reign supreme. In the nations, your reign is on ending. Lord, yes, it is. Lord God, you reign forever and you reign supreme. Oh, unending, Lord, is your reign, my God. Lord God, you reign forever and you reign supreme. Unending. 
is your reign my king lord god you reign forever and you reign supreme is your reign my king lord god you reign forever and you reign supreme lord we declare unending is your reign my king lord god you reign forever and you reign supreme is your reign my king lord god you reign forever and you reign supreme you are great you are kind you are good declare he is great he is kind, he is good. Lord, we declare one accord. You are great, you are kind, you are good. Oh, you are great, you are kind. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit of God. You are great, you are kind, you are good. Glory to God. Glory to God. Happy Sunday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Ashton family. Welcome to another time of devotion. God is gracious and he's kind. Today is Sunday and we would quickly um, review the article for today. Manto Safakatele Prado Safakaya. Um, I'm hoping that um, as early as we can finish the devotion today, um, we should be able to pray again in the in the direction that I asked that we prayed yesterday, um, praying against um, attacks on military bases, um, and also for the leaders yesterday i i did ask us to pray in that line and um this we we need to intensify our prayers in the realm of the spirit there's still more we need to um settle so um in your own personal time of prayer Please pray concerning um, concerning that. The rapture isn't a hoax. 
Today is Sunday, 19th June, 2022. And I want to say happy Father's Day to all the fathers in the house. Um, today is Father's Day. And if you were able to watch the video on the concept of fatherlessness that I asked um, Sister Aaron Horn to share on the group, um, you would understand the value of fathers in our lives. To think that God himself is our father, the father of all shows already that the office of the father, <coughs> excuse me, is a huge one. That the office of the father is a huge one and um, the responsibilities are also enormous. So we celebrate all of you fathers. Thank you for all that you do. And for many of you who play father roles to children who are not your biological children, helping young people find and fulfill God's purpose for their lives, for mentoring, for nurturing, for believing, for helping, for guiding, for encouraging, for cheering. We celebrate you all and we love you all. God bless you. The rapture isn't a hoax. For soon and very soon, the one who is appearing will come without delay. Hebrews 10, 37, the Passion Translation. Some people believe the rapture of the church is a hoax. Their argument is that the word rapture doesn't appear anywhere in the Bible. And even Jesus never talked about it. Well, there are many things Jesus didn't say much about. For instance, his disciples were with him for the few years he ministered on earth yet they knew nothing about the Gentiles receiving salvation. Though he had thought, he had taught them many things, they couldn't find anything that gave them a clear understanding that the Gentiles were to be brought into salvation. In fact, when Peter went to the house of Cornelius, the Roman centurion, and the other disciples heard about it, they were angry with him. He had to explain to them his experience with the Spirit of God and how without his Peter's permission, the Holy Spirit came upon the Gentiles while he was still speaking to them. James then opened the scriptures and found when the pro where the prophets said the Gentiles would come into salvation. This was their first clue until the mystery and revelation of the body of Christ was given to the Apostle Paul. It's the same thing with the rapture. You may not find the word rapture in any verse because at the time of writing, Paul described it as a mystery. Behold, I show you a mystery. <clears throat> we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. 1 Corinthians 15 and 51. In 1 Thessalonians 4, 17, the scripture says, we shall be caught up. The Greek word is hapazo, which means to seize and take away. The Latin version translation is raptura, which is, which in English is rapture. So it's erroneous for anyone to suggest it's not in the Bible. Let no one deceive you. The rapture is going to take place anytime soon. It's closer than it's ever been. It's going to happen so fast that those who, it's going to happen so fast that those who aren't prepared and looking forward to it won't have time to prepare and will be left behind. That had, that had better not be you. Hebrews 9, 28 says, 
Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. Praise the Lord. Brothers and sisters, um, the message of the rapture is not new to us, um, especially coming from the post-COVID area when our man of God began to emphasize and teach us a lot about the times that we're in, why the things that are happening are happening and showing us from the scriptures what should be, what ought to be. And um, first and foremost, he first made us understand that what had happened in 2020 wasn't a judgment as many people thought, and it was not God you know, who was behind the happenings. It was the devil trying to get ahead of his time. He showed us from the scriptures um, all the details and explained to us where we were. And it was in 2020, he began to tell us that we have um, about three years or six years or about 10 years. And um, if we go by the calendar of three years, by mid next year, we should have exhausted three years. Um, and in preparing as much as we were told three, six or 10 based on the calendar of the church that um, the man of God had explained to us, showing us from the different parts of the scriptures, um, you should um, prepare with the least number of years and um, live your life like Christ is coming the next day. You know, if you look at all the devotional articles that we've been going through, you see that somehow, some way God is preparing us Remember the day he told the Christians, he said, repent. And Pastor was telling us that if you have not been living right, do something about it, repent. Um, he has told us about prayers. He's told us about the word of God. He's told us about um, 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 networking the world with the word that is reaching out to others who are not born again. He's, he's taught us so much, so much in different ramifications that covers um, all the requirements for preparing for his coming. So um, you never have to worry if you are going to go at the rapture. Just keep loving Jesus and just keep fellowshipping with him. You're already on course. You're already um, being prepared even every day. The word of God is coming to you. And if you stay on that course, walking with Christ, you don't have to worry when he will come you know, because you are walking in the path of righteousness. But of course, like the devotional was telling us the other day, there are things that you are not doing right if you are not living right. And even today, as we study about the matter of the rapture, I don't know how you felt in your heart. Did you feel fear? Did you feel like, oh, I'm not ready? Or did you feel like, oh, even so come Lord Jesus, you know, so that's a pointer for you to tell you if you need to put your house in order and then how much more you need to do, you know, and remember that um, coming from last year, the Lord kept telling us, he said, refuse to be persecuted out of the church. He talked about how that the love of many would wax cold in the last days. He's told us again and again how that there's going to be a great falling away, showing us from the scriptures and he made us understand those who would fall. If you don't stay in the word, you fall. If you don't stay in the faith, you fall, you know? So there are people who are easily um, 
tossed around by every wind of doctrine because they don't know the truth of God's word, those ones would certainly fall, you know. And then, you know, coming from 2020, so much has happened to test, you know, if we are um, 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 in the right mindset, if we are growing in the direction that we should grow. So much has tested us to, in, in the era of discernment. Are you able to tell that something is of God or something is of the devil, no matter how good it looks? There are so many good concepts and ideas, yet they are from the devil. If you look at them from the surface, you cannot tell. Only bad spirit. So if, if, if that training is not there, if the spirit of discernment is not at work in you. So these are all the tests that we've had in the course of this journey to expose to you your state in Christ. And of course, to prepare you for his coming again. Be excited about his coming because um, we don't have anything in this world. When you look at all that the world has to offer, they come and they pass away. Even those who have died and have, you know, or who have slept and have gone to heaven, they didn't go with the money. They didn't go with the cars. They didn't go with their school certificates. They didn't go with all the things that men die to have in this world. So it tells you that, like Solomon said, indeed vanity upon vanity is vanity. So what do you chase every day? What are you fighting for every day? What do you wake up to every day and say, oh, what are you, what are you, what are you um, pursuing on a daily basis? Is it worth it after this world? You know, and you, you know that you have to put your house in order if things are not yet set. And um, the Holy Spirit wants you raptured more than you want yourself raptured. So Remember that the spirit of God was sent to us to make a success of our life. And he's here in the earth until the day of the rapture because he's the spirit of rapture. He's the one who is going to rapture us. So you have no fears. If you walk with the spirit of God, you'll be ready for the rapture when the time comes. Praise God. So many messages in the course of your love world where pastor has discussed this phenomenon with us about the rapture and you can always go back um, to the um, Pastor Chris Digital Library to Seaflix to relieve previous your love world and ensure not to miss subsequent um, editions. Praise God. It's Sunday and ensure that you're in church, have a great time in service and keep preparing for the soon return of our Lord and Savior. Praise God. I'm going to hand over to esteemed Pastor Oini at this moment for the next segment. Remember that we're going to be praying to at the end of this meeting just um, for some minutes. Thank you. Thank you, Ma, for this opportunity. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connecting from. We are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion, and we'll start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. Second Peter chapter three from three says, above all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, where is this coming? Where is this coming? He promised. Ever since our ancestors died, everything goes on as if 
it has been the beginning of creation. First Corinthians chapter 15 from 51 says, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. First Thessalonians chapter 4, 15 says, For this we say unto you by the word of God, that we are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Praise the Lord. We are going to take the confessions together. Dear Father, thank you for the honor of revealing to me deep insights from your word. Thank you for making known to me by your spirit, the reality of the rapture and how close it is. I'm committed to preparing others for it. As I eagerly await the soon return of the master. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the further studies of today's devotion for the New Testament. And we are still in the book of Acts. Caption, Simon the Sorcerer Converted. Now there was a man who lived there who was steeped in sorcery. For some time he had astounded the people of Samaria with his magic, boasting to be someone great. Everyone from the least to the greatest among them was dazzled by his sorcery, saying, this man is the greatest wizard of all. The divine power of God works among us. For many years, everyone was in awe of him because of his astonishing displays of the magic arts. But as Philip preached the powerful news of the kingdom, God's kingdom reign, and the name of the Jesus, the anointed one, many believed his message and were baptized, both men and women. Even Simon believed and was baptized. Wherever Philip went, Simon was, Simon was right by his side, astounded by all the miracles, signs, and enormous display of power that he witnessed. Mm. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that the Samaritans had accepted God's message of life, they sent Peter and John to pray over them so that they would receive the Holy Spirit. For they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus and were yet to have the Holy Spirit fall upon them. 17. As soon as Peter and John arrived, they laid their hands on the Samaritan believers, one after another, and the Holy Spirit fell and filled each one of them. When Simon saw how the Holy Spirit was released through the laying on of the apostles' hands, he approached them and offered them money, saying, I want this power too. I'm willing to pay you for the anointing that you have, so that I also can lay my hands on everyone to receive the Holy Spirit. Peter rebuked him and said, 
your money will go with you to destruction. How could you even think that you could purchase God's supernatural gift with money? You will never have this gift or partake in this ministry for your heart is not right with God. Repent this moment for allowing such wickedness to fill you. Plead with the Lord that perhaps he would forgive you the treasury of your heart. For I descend that jealous envy has poisoned you and binds you as a captive to sin. Simon begged Peter, please pray to God for me. Plead with him so that nothing you just said over me may come to pass. Glory. Caption, Philip and the Ethiopian. After Peter and John had testified and talked the word of God in that city, they returned to Jerusalem, stopping at many Samaritan villages along the way to preach the hope of the gospel. Then the Lord's angel said to Philip, Now go south from Jerusalem on the desert road to Gezer. He left immediately on his assignments. Along the way, he encountered an Ethiopian who believed in the God of the Jews who was the minister of finance for Candace, queen of Ethiopia. He was on his way home from worshiping God in Jerusalem. As he rode along his chariots, he was reading from the school of Isaiah. The Holy Spirit said to Philip, go and walk alongside the chariots. So Philip ran to catch up. As he grew closer, he overheard the man reading from the school of Isaiah, the prophets. Philip asked him, sir, do you understand what you are reading? The man answered, how can I possibly make sense of this without someone explaining it to me? So he invited Philip up into his chariot to sit with him. The portion from Isaiah he was reading was this. He was led away to the slaughter, like a lamb to be offered. He was like a lamb that is silent before those who snared him. He never opened his mouth. In his loneliness, justice was stripped away from him. And who could fully express his struggles? For his life was taken from the earth. 34. The Ethiopian asked Philip, Please, can you tell me who the prophet is speaking of? Is it himself or another man? Philip started with this message, with this passage and shared with him the powerful message of Jesus. As they were traveling down the road, the man said, look, there's a pool of water. Why don't I get baptized right now? Philip replied, if you believe with your heart, I will baptize you. The man answered, I believe that Jesus is the anointed one, the son of God. The Ethiopian stopped his chariot and they went down into the water and Philip baptized him. When they came out of the water, Philip of sudden snatched up by the Spirit of the Lord and instantly carried away to the city of Ashod, where he reappeared, preaching the gospel in that city. The man never saw Philip again. He returned to Ethiopia full of great joy. Philip, however, traveled on to all the towns that, of that region, bringing them the good news until he arrived at Caesarea. Praise the Lord. Let's come to the end of today's devotional reading for the New Testament. I'm going to hand over to esteemed brother John for the Old Testament. Happy Sunday, everyone. God bless you. God bless you too, Pastor Oni. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segment of our one-year Bible reading plan. Thank you so much, esteemed Amarak, for this privilege. 
thank you, Brahmatis, for being a man who helps us to display the scriptures. So today we'll be reading Second Chronicles 33 and 34. So we're looking at the boy who became king at a very young age, called Manasseh. We also look at Josiah and Amon. <clears throat> so from verse 1, Manasseh was only 12 years old when he became king, and he reigned 55 years in Jerusalem. But he was an evil king, for he encouraged his people to worship the idols of the hidden nations, destroyed by the Lord when the people of Israel entered the land. He rebuked the hidden altars his father Hezekiah had destroyed, the altars of Baal and of his shameful images, and of his son, stars. He even constructed hidden altars in, the, in both courts of the temple of the Lord for worshipping the sun, moon, and stars, in the very place where the Lord had said that he would be honored forever. And Manasseh sacrificed his own children as bonds offerings in the valley of Hinnom. He consulted spirits, mediums, to and fortune tellers and sorcerers and encouraged every sort of evil, making the Lord very angry. Think of it, he placed an idol in the very temple of God, where God had told David and his son, Solomon, I will be honored here in this temple and in Jerusalem, the city I have chosen to be honored forever, above all the other cities of Israel. And if you will only obey my commands, all the laws and instructions I have given to you by Moses, I will ever again, I won't ever, ever again exile Israel from this land, which I gave your ancestors. But Manasseh encouraged the people of Judah and Jerusalem to do even more evil than the nations the Lord destroyed when Israel entered the land. Warnings from the Lord were ignored by both Manasseh and his people. So God sent the Assyrian armies, and they seized him with hooks and bound him with bronze chains and carted him away to Babylon. Then at last he came to his senses and cried out humbly to God for help. And the Lord listened and answered his plea by returning him to Jerusalem, to his kingdom. At that point, Manasseh finally realized that the Lord was really God. <laughs> it was after this that he built the outer wall of the city of David and the wall from west of the spring of Gihon in the Kidron Valley and then to the fish gates and around Citadel Hill. Where, he told, where it was built very high, and he stationed his army generals in all of the fortified cities of Judah. He also removed the foreign gods from the hills and took his idol from the temple and tore down the altars he had built on the mountain where the temple stood, the altars that were in Jerusalem, and dumped them outside the city. Then he rebuilt the altar of the Lord and offered sacrifice of offerings and thanksgiving offerings and demanded that the people of Judah worship the Lord God of Israel. However, the people still sacrifice upon the altars on the hills, but only to the Lord their God. The rest of Manasseh's deeds and his prayer to God and God's reply through the prophets. This, this is all written in the annals of the kings of Israel. His prayer and the way God answered, and a frank account of his sins and errors, including a list of the, of the locations where he built idols in the hills and set up shameful and graven images. This, is, of course, this, of course, was before the great change in his attitude. I recorded in the annals of the prophets. When Manasseh died, he was buried beneath his own place, his own palace, and his son, Emon, became the new king. Emon was 22 years old when he began to reign in Jerusalem, but he lasted for only two years. It was an evil reign. 
like the early years of his father Manasseh, Amon sacrificed to all the idols just as his father had, but he didn't change as his father did. Instead, he seemed more and more. At last, his own officers assassinated him in his palace, but some public spirited citizens killed all of those who assassinated him and declared his son Josiah to be the new king. As I am. Um, Second Chronicles chapter 34, Josiah was only eight years old when he became king. He reigned 31 years in Jerusalem. He was a, he was, his was a good reign as he carefully followed the good example of his ancestor King David. But when he was 16 years old, in the eighth year of his reign, he began to search for the God of his ancestor David. And four years later, he began to clean up Judah and Jerusalem, destroying the hidden altars and the shameful idols on the hills. He went out personally to watch as the altars of Baal were knocked apart, the obelisks above the altars chopped down, and the shameful idols ground into dust and scattered over the graves of those who are sacrificed to them. Then they burned the bones of the hidden priests upon their own altars, feeling that this action would clear the people of Judah and Jerusalem from the guilt of their sin of idol worship. Then he went to the cities of Manasseh. Ephraim and Simeon, even to distance Naphtali, and did the same thing there. Broke down the hidden altars, ground to powder, the shameful idols, and chopped down the obelisks. He did this everywhere throughout the whole land of Israel before returning to Jerusalem. During the 18th year of his reign, after he had purged the land and cleaned up the station at the temple, he appointed Shaphan, son of Azaliah, Messiah, governor of Jerusalem, and Joah, son of Joah. The city treasurer to repair the temple. They set up a collection system for gifts for the temple. Money was collected at the temple gates by the Levites on guard during on guard duty there. Gifts were brought by the people coming from Manasseh, Ephraim, and other parts of the remnants of Israel, as well as from the people of Jerusalem. The money was taken to Hilkiah, the high priest, for accounting, and then used by the Levites to pay the carpenters and stonemasons and to purchase building materials. Stone building blocks, timber, lumber, and beams. He now rebuilt what earlier kings of Judah had torn down. The workmen were energetic under the leadership of Jahath and Obadiah, Levites of the sub clan of Merari, Zechariah, and Meshulam. Of the sub clan of Huha, and we skilled musicians played background music while the work progressed. <laughs> Like that. Other Levites superintended the unskilled work laborers who carried in the materials to the workmen. Still, others assisted as accountants, supervisors, and carriers. One day, when Hilkiah, the high priest, was at the temple recording the money collected at the gates, found an old scroll that turned out to be the laws of God as given to Moses. Look, Hilkiah's escaped shepherd. The king's secretary, see what I have found in the temple. These are the laws of God. Hilkiah gave the scroll to Shaphan. Shaphan took it to the king along with his report that there was good progress being made in the construction of the temple. The money chests have been opened and counted, and the money has been put into the hands of the overseers and workmen, he said to the king. Then he mentioned the scroll and how Hilkiah had discovered it. So he read it to the king. When the king heard what these laws required of God's people, he read his clothing in despair and summoned Hilkiah, Ahikam, son of Shaphan, Abdon, son of Micah, or Micah, Shaphan, the treasurer, and Azaziah, 
king's personal aid. Go to the temple and plead with the Lord for me, the king told them. Pray for all the remnants of Israel and Judah. For this crow says that the reason the Lord's great anger has been poured out upon us is that our ancestors have not obeyed these laws that are written here. So the men went to Huda, the prophetess, the wife of Shalom, son of Toka, son of Hasra. Shalom was a king's tailor living in the second world. When they told her of the king's trouble, she replied, the Lord God of Israel says, tell the man who sent you. Yes, the Lord will destroy this city and his people. All the causes written in the scroll will come through. But my people have forsaken me and have worshipped hidden gods. And I'm very angry with them for their deeds. Therefore, my unquenchable wrath is poured out upon this place. But the Lord also says, this to the king of Judah, who sent you to ask me about this. Tell him, the Lord God of Israel says, because you are sorry and have humbled yourself before God, when you heard my words against this city and its people, and have ripped your clothing in despair and wept before me, I have heard you, says the Lord, and I will not send a promised evil upon this city and its people until after your death. So they brought back to the king this word from the Lord. Then the king summoned all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem and the priests and Levites, and all the people, great and small, to accompany him to the temple. There the king read the scroll to them, the covenant of God that was found in the temple. As the king stood before them, he made a pledge to the Lord to follow his commandments with all his heart and soul and to do what was written in the scroll. And he required everyone in Jerusalem and Benjamin to subscribe to this pact with God and all of them did. So Josiah removed all idols from the areas occupied by the Jews and required all of them to worship Jehovah their God. Throughout the remainder of his lifetime, he continued serving Jehovah, the God of the ancestors. Praise be unto God forevermore. And I hand over to Esteem Martins. Have a great day in church, everyone. Thank you so much, Esteem John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the Esteem Stamaka for this wonderful privilege to take us through the affirmation as well as the communion. The affirmation will be on the screen shortly. We'll start our affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, I, your name, my love abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgment. Praise God. The affirmation will be on the screen in a moment, please. Okay, it's on the screen now. So. At the count of three, we start our formation. One, two, three. Please kindly you unmute your mics. Thank you. 
Amen. 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 Praise God. Look at this point, we're going straight to the communion segment of our meeting. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Praise be God forever and ever. Amen. For I've received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the breaking of bread this day. We declare that as we break this bread, we will never be broken in life. We declare that no sickness, no infirmity, no plague shall act itself to our being. We are blood washed, we are sanctified, and we are glorified. We carry the mark of Christ, we carry Christ in us. That same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is at work in us. Yes, we are vitalized by the Spirit of God. In Jesus' name, go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Praise God. Hallelujah. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he has saying, this cup is in New Testament in my blood. This do you as often as I drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the lost death. Say, he come. Praise be God forever. The Bible says that the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Him that raised Jesus from the dead shall also quicken, vitalize your mortal bodies. And even this day, let that scripture let it well up in your spirit. For as you take this cup again and again, you are vitalized by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, go ahead and take the cup now. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise be God forevermore. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. And at this point, I'll kindly hand over to Yuma for the prayer and then to wrap up the meeting. Thank you, everyone, and ensure you have a most beautiful day. Praise God. Thank you so much, Esteem Brother Martins for that amazing time. Um, thank you for daily blessing us with the words of the Spirit. Glory to God. Thank you also, esteemed Brother John and esteemed Pastor O'Neill for the time of um, Bible reading. Thank you, Pastor Debbie, Pastor, esteemed Sister Harriet for the time of prayers and worship. Praise God. So we're going to quickly um, 
going to prayers. We have about 15 minutes to 7 a.m. And I want you to take this prayer very seriously. If you got a call now and told you that um, a certain part of your country has been seized um, by gunmen and you have family members there, I'm sure you drop everything that you are doing at that moment, drop everything that seems important, and then you will go to the Lord in prayer. A lot of times we Christians, we wait for trouble to strike before we um, pray intensely. But thank God for how he's been training us here um, on selfless prayers, especially in praying for the nations. If you were at ICLC, you heard Pastor talk about it again as he has always done. So at this moment, pray like the war is happening. Yesterday, we talked about the strike on our military bases. In every country, they have their military and um, there are structures put in place for security, for safety and for protection of the nation. Um, if you watch even movies in war movies, movies where there are clashes between one town or village or the other, or one people or the other. You realize that the first thing that they always planned for was how to defeat the military, um, which is the protective structure for the nation. So as you pray, pray as the Spirit of God inspires you to, or pray intensely, pray for their protection, pray for their alertness, pray for their preparedness you know um pastor will say that if you prepare for trouble in the day of trouble then you are in trouble you don't prepare for war in the time of war you prepare for war in the time of peace so we pray that our military are strategically prepared for all kinds of surprises they are alert and we're going to disperse angels. Angels, the Lord said in his word, he said, except the Lord watches over his city, the watchman wicked, but in vain. As much as we will do the things that we need to do in terms of our military structure, we would also implore the Lord for his protection. And then secondly, yesterday I said, pray for spies within our government structures, especially within the military, and pray for quick and massive exposure. Because I tell you, across the world, in every military structure, in every um, paramilitary structure, all armed forces structure are spies, and they go way to the leadership top. They are not for the people, they are not for the government. They are there positioned for a time such as the enemy has planned to bring down the nation. At different times, you've watched certain movies. Those movies are not scripted to entertain you. Those movies are scripted to tell you the things that happen. How on a particular day, a nation is plotted against and the government is gonna be brought down, the president is gonna be executed and war would start um, rise and a lot of people are gonna be killed. And if you understand already the agenda of population reduction, you heard the CEO of Pfizer at the, at the concluded um, um, economic forum that held 
um, last month, you heard him say that they had a five-year plan to reduce global population by 50%. A major part of that plan is to reduce it by war. Is to reduce it by mass killing. And this strategy to deceive, to deceive and defeat the military is a very strong one because majority of citizens are not armed to protect themselves. Make no mistakes about it. These guys are very armed. They have all the sophisticated weapons that even some militaries don't have. So except the Lord fights this fight, nothing can happen. So at this moment, please unmute your mic, pray intensely. As you see pictures prophesied, scatter every plan that you see the, the enemy hashing and order the angels to be in formation for protection for Ba 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 
Brothers and sisters, during the ICLC, Pastor told us about incantations. Pastor told us about how to use our thongs and mysteries in the realm of the spirit to alter the course of things. As you do, understand that your words are codes. Those tongues that are coming out, they are codes of destruction in the camp of the enemy. They are codes of destruction of strategies and plans that have walked through the years and are still working. But tonight, today, whatever it is where you are, it brings an end to global strategic planning for mass depopulation. Whatever it is that has been planned, there is a code. There are codes of destruction and they would come from our mouth at this time. So as you pray in other tongues, be strategic to allow the spirit of God speak those words from you. Speak those words out of your mouth. In another two minutes, intensely, you speak in tongues. You will see pictures and you will prophesy. Oh, basaka talabara da gabaye. Thank <laughs> you. 
one of the ways you receive a note of victory is that you begin to see visions you begin to see pictures as we prayed i saw the exposure of a major military general um and the exposure um brought about a sequence of exposure because um, you need to understand that there's a network that is connected though different countries but the 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 destructive structure that has been put in place is global and they are connected relationships and alliances that have been created across different military base it is such that if there was war in a particular nation and they needed the and 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 the people from the nation needed to escape the military of the the surrounding nations that they would be fleeing to have are on ground to ensure that there is no escape because their agenda for global population reduction is not um they are not joking about it they are serious about it but we are more serious about what we are about and what we stand for because we stand in the stead of the Lord and we declare that only God's perfect will for, for mankind stands. So that exposure brought about a series of several other exposures across different countries. Praise God. You know, when I, when I shared this yesterday for us to pray, I began to receive messages from certain people, even in the house, to say that um, they were also getting the signals in the spirit also concerning military particularly attack on military so um in your personal time of prayers it's something that you should continue praise god um sister jocelyn wombo in one minute i'm going to ask you to round off the prayer we just prayed um prayer for the military and also against spies their protection and exposure of spies please unmute your mic and round off Father, in the name of Jesus, Baracosa, Handy, Ripacosa, Handy, Mashata de Pacos, Indari, Kahaya, Oh, Rikisha, Handy, Rikilza, Handy, Ripayu. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus, for your name is enthroned in all of the nations. Thank you, Father, for now you are in charge of the nations. You are in charge of the military in the name of Jesus. We declare, Lord, that every Every force, oh God, has in the ministry. They are exposed in the name of Jesus. Who come against spies, who come against all forms of negative chains, oh God, that are attached to the military. And we declare that they are brought to a thing of notes in the name of Jesus. Father Lord, we declare protection over the borders, oh God, in the name of Jesus, over every border of the nations. We declare that any external forces coming to cause confusion in the nation, they are exposed and defeated to the ground in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for we have the victory in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord, for the church prevails in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for every will, oh God. Your will, oh God, is done in the nations. And so shall it be. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, in Jesus' name we have prayed. 
Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Um, yeah. So in the next few days, thank you so much, Esimsi Sajoyslin. In the next few days, as we continue in prayers for the nation, you remember that the first five minutes, which is um, from um, 5.30 a.m. GMT plus one to about 5.35, when we join the prayers, we just speak in tongues for five minutes. Going forward, those tongues will be directed at this prayer that we have prayed. So going forward, um, esteemed Pastor Deborah um, and then esteemed Sister Tina at um, 5.29 a.m. GMT plus one, you would raise the prayer for the protection of the military, um, the paramilitary, the general armed forces of the different nations and the exposure of spies. So we'll do that for that first five minutes before we launch into the prayer for the nation that we pray at um, five, um, um, 35 a.m. GMT plus one. So Sister Tina, you handle for those five minutes and then hand over at 5.35 a.m. GMT plus one to esteem Pastor Deborah or if you're the one leading, that's when we now get into that for the nation. Because um, we've received victory, but we have to prevail. And we have to take this victory camp to camp and nation to nation. And of course, as we pray for the nations that we pray for every other day, we are also prevailing in this um, area. Praise God. Whatever they are planned, they've planned, it will fail woefully. And remember that um, there's, there's a reemergence of the supernaturals, the supernaturals. Um, we're gonna walk in the supernatural a lot, a lot. It will be common in these last days, praise God. All right, um, just quickly, birthday celebrants, if you're joining us for the first time, quickly go to the chat room. If it's your birthday today, drop us a message, um, a chat. If, um, if it's a birthday of a loved one, drop the, the chat. Let's know their name and what they are celebrating, an anniversary, whatever it is. And if you're joining us for the first time, let us know your full name, where you are connected from and who invited you. We'll do that in the next one minute while I begin to pray for the celebrants. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, you answer prayers. And that's why you called us to pray. Even today, all the things we've prayed about we have confidence that you heard us and therefore we have answers to our prayers. So also for the birthday celebrants, whatever it is they've asked you for in this coming year, this new year that begins today, Lord, we ask that you exceed their expectations. Lord, above and beyond their thoughts, their widest imaginations and their greatest dreams, above and beyond them in the name of the Lord Jesus. We thank you for those who are joining us for the first time. They are kept in the word, strengthened in the word, and preserved by the word. From the coming wave that is going to hit the world, these ones will be kept safe and preserved unto the coming of the Lord. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise God. Oh, wow. It's extinct brother Israel Osho's birthday today. Glory to God. Happy birthday, esteemed brother Israel Osho. Quite a number of you here were invited by brother Israel. And then you know him as a love world minister. Um, he's a very major part of this family. And I want to use today as a great opportunity to say thank you. Thank you so much. You've heard Sister Aaron Hoss' testimony again and again and again. She was brought here by Brother Israel. 
And many of you, many of you, um, if you were even brought, you can actually probably drop a message and say, oh, I was invited by Brother Israel. But I don't know many of you who even today you have become my personal friends. And that happened because of esteemed Brother Israel. So esteemed Brother Israel, we're so grateful for the gift of you. We love you so much. And we're grateful to God for you. Thank God for all that he's doing in you, with you, and through you. Happy birthday, esteemed sister, love, Odion. Happy birthday to you. Congratulations. We love you so much. You have also been a major part of this family and intensively inviting many. Sister Kelvin Harris, your son's birthday, eight years today. Hmm. Tell him that it's eight cakes me I'm expecting. Happy birthday to him. Sister Faintola, it's my husband's birthday today. We celebrate with you too. Happy birthday to you too. Praise God. All right, um, Sister Joycelyn says, Sister Love, audience birthday. Yes, we're celebrating her already. Yesterday was my daughter's 18th birthday. That's Cutie Pearl. Congratulations and happy birthday to your daughter. All right, did I miss anyone? So esteemed brother Israel, if you're online, please um, help raise your hand so that I can um, unmute you. You are going to say a word of prayer for other celebrants and um, maybe in a minute, um, say whatever you have to say and then we can close the devotion for today. So as you bless the celebrants and as you say the few words at the end, we can do, you can just lead us to share the benediction. Praise God. Over to you, sir. And happy birthday to you. Thank you, Esteem Samaka. Good morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ. I want to say a very big thank you to you, Esteem Samaka, for um, letting your light so shine for all to see. Thank you so much um, for everyone who have invited, who have now invited other people. There is one testimony that they all share, how that their life have advanced. They are more committed to the Lord. They are more fervent in the spirit, which was the intention. And I give thanks to God for um, your heart of love, for giving full expression to the word of God. And I want to thank all our leaders, all those um, who coordinate the prayers, the communion segments, the baptism segments. You all have been a huge blessing to us. Thank you so much. Pastor Debbie, thank you so much. Um, I want to wish um, every one of us who are get, who are, whose birthdays today, happy birthday. Today is my 40th birthday. I'm a very young man. And I give thanks to God for the ageless nice. <laughs> Happy once again, sir. <laughs> thank you, Esther I, I thank God for life. I thank God for impact. I thank God for my Aeon is beautiful. You know, everyone who has come into my Aeon, none has remained the same. It has been my testimony since I came into this ministry. And I give thanks to the Lord for that. And I'd like to just say a word of prayer. Um, to those of us whose first birthdays today, precious Holy Spirit of God, we thank you. We well, thank you for the life you've given to us. We well, thank you for the privilege to, to celebrate. We well, thank you for yet another year of greatness, for yet another year of increase. And the cold rubber that has been activated in our lives, we live in the reality of it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We well, thank you for the full expression of your word in the name of Jesus and the life of those who are 
celebrating their birthdays today. It is the first day of the rest of your life. This is the beginning of greater things yet to come. For the glory of the Lord God is risen upon you, O Zion, the city of the living God. The word of God that you have received, that word is producing results in your life and causing men to see the glory of the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The glory of the Father revealed in human person. You are an expression of the beauty of the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and effulgence of God's glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, the Spirit of God says that you are light and you are shining now. And that shining is for all to see. I will cause men to see the lights that are put in your spirit. Even by the word, and by my word in your spirit, says the Lord. Hallelujah forevermore. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit of God. And for everyone who is celebrating all the things, celebration would continue your homes in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. There is an increased grace for more. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. We love you, Lord, forever. For in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you once again, Mr. Stamaka. I am ever so grateful to you, ever so grateful for you. Since you gave us the opportunity, my wife and I, by extension, my entire family, into your aeon. It's been beautiful. It's been beautiful. I encourage everyone on this platform. God brought all of us together into Sister Maka's aeon. It is not, it, you know, you meet with certain people and you start to go down. It's just like that. Life is very spiritual. And then God brought you, brings you into other people's aeon, certain kind of people, just like a man of God. And by virtue of the grace of their lives, by virtue of the influence of the spirit on their lives, things begin to change just by knowing them. That is who Sister Maka Modi has been. I will always testify to these things. My wife and I are grateful. We are grateful to you. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone. We love you all. And happy birthday to me and to everybody who is celebrating the day. Thank you very much, Esim Samaka. And happy Father's Day to all the fathers on the platform. Happy Father's Day to Brother Israel and to all the fathers on the platform. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. I'm grateful, Samaka. And the, okay, thank can we share so the book? Much, with yes, we thank can now share the benediction and rice and stew is very plenty today. We're not fasting, so we're all over the world. Please enjoy <laughs> the rice and the 40th birthday is no joke. Congratulations, sir. All right, let's share all right, the benediction. So let's take the benediction now. Amen. And surely, next message follows us all the days of our lives. Happy Father's Day, dear brothers. 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 Happy Father's Day, d